0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host Melinda, and I'm joined by my co-host Carmel. Hello. hello. So this week uh, we are talking about reparations. Mm. Uh, this is a topic that mm. needs to be talked about yeah. for sure. Um, if you if you haven't been paying attention, they uh, had a historic hearing. Um, in uh, in Congress about uh, reparations and whether they should be paid out. And if you don't know what reparations are, one, where have you been? Right. Uh, <laughs> two, they are necessary, but reparations are basically some sort of compensation to the descendant of slaves, um, basically to say, I'm sorry that we we had slavery in the first mm-hmm. place. Right. And uh, so now there's a big conversation happening on whether or not reparations should be paid out. And, uh, well, I think they should. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's... <laughs> And the term reparations doesn't not just extend to us. This other ethnic groups have received reparations for atrocities that have happened to them. For sure. Um, the the term is very you know hot for us because we have not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, no one's really talking about when you got your money, you know. So for sure, uh, we're now looking at like one of the worst atrocities in the history of the world. And we have yet to have any kind of uh, compensation for it,
0: which is so bizarre to me. And and also, it just kind of shows where Black people are on the totem pole in mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. We are forgotten. Yeah. We're told to get over it, mm-hmm. but we were never given any sort of any sort of uh, apology. Nope. We were never given any sort of financial compensation to kind of help us stay afloat and and continue with you know having a good life or trying to have a good life in this country.
1: To actually try and. Like, forget about it. They would, right. You know, some money would definitely help that. For sure. Not, for sure. It's because yeah.
0: we went from slavery to, you know, the Jim Crow era, mm-hmm. and now we're, you know, in 2019, and we're still suffering from the effects of those things. Right. And I think people don't realize that it's all a domino effect.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's what's really, like, striking about Senate, uh, Majority, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's mm-hmm. statements, about, uh, if you guys aren't aware of what he said, that this was 150 years ago, why should we be paying for it now? I'm like, well, it's all connected, like, it's not e- even if it was something that happened way back then, mm-hmm. each generation has somehow, uh, been you know hurt by it or, um, have actually done well by it. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this supposed mm-hmm. to be real, you know? And, um, slavery built this country and several companies that are still functioning, uh, that are worth several billions of dollars, were started on the backs of slaves. So it's like, if those companies can benefit from it, why can't we? Why can't us, the descendants of those slaves who... Uh, were used to build these companies benefit, just like the the descendants of those heirs of those companies mm-hmm. benefit from it as well. They're not alive, but they're, right. their their heirs and, and their their descendants are benefiting sure. from it. So what's the difference?
0: Absolutely, because that's exactly what Mitch McConnell's point was. Like, oh, you know, nobody alive uh, today had anything to do with slavery, but it's like that's not the point. Right. The point <laughs> is you're still benefiting from slavery, and from all those systems that were put into place to keep black people at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that was promised a long time ago, which we all joke about, was the 40 acres and a and mule. A mule. Yeah. Now, I they can keep the mule, but <laughs> the reason I actually think that 40 acres would be very beneficial to, to the black community is because having land would have given us a leg up to have some sort of wealth in this country. Mm-hmm. Land is worth so much much and the fact that that wasn't given to us in order to keep us at bay mm-hmm. uh, so to speak um it shows that they were afraid right that we probably would you know surpass them as far as wealth mm-hmm. is concerned mm-hmm. because if if black people were given a, a level playing field I truly think that we would be at the top
1: uh I mean I do. It's, it's really amazing when you think about it i I always talk to people about this we're 13 percent of this population mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are in every single article, uh, news issue, uh, movies, to every single thing that happens in this country, we're somehow involved with it, negatively or positively. We're always involved with it because we drive everything that happens Mm -hmm, here. mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, if we were on a level playing field, um, and definitely in sports we know what's happening there, but if it's a level playing field in economics, uh, medicine, education, whatever – I think we would dominate
0: it. I do too. Um, I do too. And I
1: think that is part of the issue and reason why we are always been held down. Mm-hmm. Because if we were given that opportunity, we would take over. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, we've we've taken over in a lot of industries already without having that advantage, without yeah. being put way back in, in the back of the uh, back of the bus, the back of the line, the back of everything, and somehow right. we still come out on top. Right,
0: yeah. right. Um, I, I was thinking about the movie, a bug's life. I don't know if, you, mm, if you've seen that movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it made me think of the black community and with the, the ants and the grasshoppers. Mm-hmm. And I know follow me as I go along with this little analogy, but I think Flick is the, the name of the the main character when he's, you know, finally stands up to the grasshopper character and was like, you know, you need us. Mm-hmm. And that made me think of the times of slavery. Like, they didn't get anything done if it weren't for Black people. But the nope. minute we stopped working for free, mm-hmm. we're lazy. Mm, right. We, right. We we don't work hard enough. Yeah. It's the minute we stopped working for mm-hmm. free.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you didn't have you wouldn't have any of this stuff anything. if it weren't for our ancestors' labor.
1: The very White House itself.
0: One hundred percent. All us. One hundred percent. So to think that you don't owe that community anything. Mm-hmm. It's very audacious. <laughs> it's it, bold. it really it is. is. It's really so bold. bold. Yeah, and it's
1: like, so when watching Mitch McConnell say what he said, I'm like, I, I'm like, is he saying this just straight to his teeth with nothing? There's nothing in his mind he can really. say. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't say. It. No, I, I honestly, think, I honestly think a lot of these. Um, especially older white mm-hmm. men, believe this. Yeah. Like, no, oh, I don't. Sure. I shouldn't have to do anything about for this. Sure. Not, I wasn't alive. My I grandparents didn't own any like, slaves. Oh, I don't own any yeah. slaves. Well, your grandparents, grandparents, grandparents did. Right. Um, and that's the thing that really bothers me is people, and, it's, and I, I don't want to say white people or white folks. Right. So let's say this. It's a system. It's the system, whether it's people or infrastructure that mm-hmm. was built on the backs of slaves. And mm-hmm. then once we were released, uh, set forth to keep us essentially as slaves still, or mm-hmm. like indentured servants, or yeah. somehow another a prisoner of war, whatever you want to call it. Because we weren't just re- literally released. We were let go, but there were still systems in place to keep us at bay from becoming uh, the power that we could be. And um, I keep telling people a lot, a lot of the times, they think, oh, let's do this, let's do that, let's let's build our community. Let's... They don't want us to succeed. Right. They don't want us to be good at anything they don't um, they let us you know compete in sports sing and dance you know we we kind of dabble in medicine and just a little bit that we do it always is the best it's always just so outstanding that i know when they see that even the little bit that we do they cringe because if we just had a little bit more a little bit more we're pushing them out mm-hmm. um and it's 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 a survival attitude and it's it's a mentality where they have to do that to survive and i get that but at the same time, like there's people who are, you know, you know, allies to us, white folks who, who see our struggle and mm-hmm. understand it, um, that don't know how to change that narrative. They don't understand what they need to do in their aim right. to help us right. get to that at least balance. I'm not even if we don't have reparations, okay? Even if we don't get this you know, ungodly number of money back, at least make it even. Can you help us make it even? That's all we're asking. People think that it is even now, which is really Hilarious! Like it is
0: hilarious. It's, it's not
1: even close to even at
0: all. There was a uh, article that came out, and also in uh, the hearing that Ta-Nehisi Coates uh, spoke at, he mentioned, and in this article, I saw kind of what the um, the wealth gap in America is. Mm-hmm. And for every uh, one hundred dollars that a white family has, a black family has five. Wow, five. That's jarring to like look at and and read and realize that the wealth gap is that. Large today, today in two thousand nineteen. For every one hundred dollars that a white family has, a black family has five. Like, can we can we get to even seventy, maybe? Yeah. Like, I would be fine if, like, for every one hundred dollars that a black family had, seventy dollars. Like, fine. If y'all need to stay ahead, like, I would like it to be even. But can we can we just close that gap a little bit? A little little
1: bit, bit? like five dollars to a hundred.
0: Like, just imagine if you went out with
1: your homies, (laughs) and all y'all got a hundred dollars. And I got five. Y'all not taking me to the club. I can't go with y'all anywhere. Right. I got five dollars. Y'all got a hundred. I'm just you, going to chill at the house, you, right? Right. <laughs> I'm like, you I'm can not, I can't play. I barely go to
0: Starbucks because my drink at Starbucks or at coffee place is five oh five. When right. I add that almond milk, when right. I get that chai right. latte, almond milk, almond milk yes. it, it adds <laughs> it puts it right over five dollars. It is five oh five. So you don't even have that, that nickel nope. to get that full cup of of chai tea. Nope.
1: So
0: it, it's. It's shocking. We're talking about a family. We're talking about
1: a family. So we're talking about even poor yeah. white families yeah. are that much further yeah. ahead of poor black families. Yeah. 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 And how, so how do you expect? So again, and I, before I even said this, I mean, how do you expect us to get ahead? They don't. They don't expect us to get ahead. They don't want us to get ahead. But even with that, we've still managed to get along in this society, in this world, in this environment, in this economy. We still, you know, we've had parents who have worked. Two, three, four, five jobs, you know, and taking care of their families and still been able to make it and still put kids into schools where they, you know, become the first kid that goes to college or to own a business or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're still figuring out ways to survive.
0: Right, right,
1: right. But I think for me, where the reparations discussion comes up is when I look at again ethnic groups who did receive something. Exactly. It's like, okay. Whether it's Jews, the Japanese, uh, Indians, mm-hmm. uh, there's other groups have received some kind of monetary compensation right. Right. for their uh, the pain and suffering that they went through. I'm like, we can't get anything, and then like Mitch McConnell saying, "We elected Obama."
0: First of all, we meaning you, Mitch didn't do anything. But see
1: again, so I said this before we got on air. <laughs> I I am. They did. Honestly, they did elect. They don't elect the president, but we honestly don't decide who becomes the president. You know whether it's fair enough, you know conspiracy theorists, which I'm not one of. <laughs> critical, thinker. critical thinkers who <laughs> believe in this Bilderberg group or these these meetings at Bohemian Grove or whatever. If you want to go that deep into it, whatever. But there is a group of people who decide to cast a president or whatever, and our vote is ceremonial. Mm-hmm. And Mitch kind of alluded to about what he said. We elect. Okay, you're kind of telling us, Mitch, you put. A black person to kind of appease us for eight years and look at, hey, man, y'all don't want to talk about reparations? reparation that we give you, our president. Yeah, but he's running a system that helps you. Yeah. So even if it, is, even if it was the blackest dude, even if it was Wesley Snipes that was our president.
0: <laughs> Not Wesley Snipes.
1: That's just, I'm just saying, who the blackest dude the you could think of, right? The blackest yeah, right. Because Obama was kind of, you know, he was beige, he was- um, But he
0: was also, and he's half white also. Like, right. Like, he's it's, still black because there's a one drop rule in this country. All, exactly. But- they cheated him straight up like a black man.
1: Yeah, but he's running your system. Right, that does not help us. So right. it doesn't really help, Mitch. It doesn't really do. It looks nice, mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. you know, on paper and on TV. And, and 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 Obama was a great figure for us to even to like you know motivate and you know empower kids to you know try and be something that you know people think you can't. Be. You know, our first black president. It was something to look at. It was co- it was monumental. I remember the day. You know. And where I was when it happened, I was like, yeah. wow, this is crazy. This is yeah. amazing. Um, and the next day I went to work. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting to get anything from it. I didn't expect to benefit from it because, again, this society, this country, this government, this political infrastructure is not designed to help me.
0: For you, it was just a cool moment in history. Is it? Yeah. That's I got it. you. I got you. So
1: now Mitch McConnell was saying, this is your reparation? <laughs> the this nerve. This moment? The this? nerve. Okay. Okay, Da-na. they just showed me where they're at. Like, this, yeah. again, 2019, yeah. and this is what they're thinking. Like, yeah. that was I mean, your thing.
0: at least they're not hiding it.
1: Right, exactly. At least You're they're not open. hiding anymore, yes. you know? The right. devil
0: you know is worse than the devil you don't. So, 100%. at least he was 100%. upfront about it. But yeah. then he, you know, posed the question, you know, how would they even go about, uh, you know, uh, distributing reparations to to black families? And I have a few ideas for you, Mitch. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Listen First, up, listen up. why don't
0: we start by, and I, I posted this on Facebook, but why don't we start by acknowledging Juneteenth as a national holiday?
1: Okay. Yeah. I like that.
0: And I think only mm-hmm. black people should get that day off.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think only and black
0: people should get that day. But it should be a national holiday. That is our Independence how, Day. Fourth uh, of July not, is not no. Independence Day for black people because we, they were not free. Right. So that needs to be recognized. 100%. Now, don't think that that is the only reparation that you will be giving. No. Because it will not be, but no. it is a start. It's a start. It's a start. Now, other people have thrown out ideas about, you know, free college tuition, uh, free healthcare, um, and, and things like that. And I think those are all great ideas, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. But I know people are like, oh, I want to check. I want to check. I want something that will be passed down. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. stock options, equity and right. something. That's yes. what I think that we also need to get, as a people, our mindset on.
1: Mm-hmm. And not
0: just focus on, oh, give me like, you know, 50 grand or a million dollars. Right.
1: We yeah. need
0: to focus on something that will be passed down to our families. Because that is how white people have stayed wealthy in this country. Because their wealth has been trickled down through different generations. And that's
1: why the 40 acres in a mule was substantial. Like, if mm-hmm. it was land yep. that could not be, you know, transferred to anyone else, it, was, it stayed in your family. That would be huge, absolutely. Um, Because right now, property owning, property owning land is by far the biggest uh economy. I mean, you can make a ton of money flip, flipping houses. Yeah. So yeah. imagine if we had some land from what say 1853, mm-hmm. almost 150 years mm-hmm. later. How much money it would be worth now? For sure. Right. For sure. Okay. And if you want to start today, say 40 acres, and me, okay, let me. will be a car. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I make a Kia. <laughs> I don't, I don't keep care. Keep the mules. Yeah. You know, keep the keep the <laughs> Kia. Um. Give us, you know. Some property now, whether it's houses, track homes, whatever. Yeah. And we own the land below the house and above it, because people don't know, just the property on the top and the, on the bottom aren't the same thing. I want both. Um, give us that now. Mm-hmm. And let or us do
0: interest-free it. loans. Don't make it so hard for yeah. us to get loans to start our businesses. Exactly. Or to even buy houses. Right. We know right. that that there's discrimination when it comes to the housing market, when mm-hmm. it comes to loans, when it comes mm-hmm. to banks. So we take, know that. We, <laughs> true, we, we know, know that. that, and people, don't believe, people us don't believe yet. us. we right. Like, no, right, this right, happens
1: right. all the time, all right. the time. And so that's another thing is stock option. Because now that I think about it, um, there was an article. Let me pull this up in the. Let me see what paper that was. It was Atlanta. Um, Black Star. Okay. So it talked about uh, 10 corporations that profited from slavery. Mm. Um, and I remember, let me just get this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I want to hear this. It was, okay. <clears throat> One was Aetna, huge, the largest healthcare organization in the country. Really? Profited from slavery. And let me read this. It says- We might have to change our uh, our insurance. Oh, yeah, with, yeah with Aetna? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Edna <laughs> acknowledged that for several years, shortly after its founding, right mm-hmm. after its founding, that they were that the company had insured the lives of slaves. So they basically benefited on slave pol- life policies. Wow! So if y'all with Edna, y'all need to change that up. Another one was New York Life, who. 339 of their first thousand policies.
0: What is New York? Is that, is that also uh insurance? Yes. Okay. okay 339, of,
1: 339 of their first thousand policies were on slaves. Mm. So that was New York Life. Mm. You're with them. Get up out. Uh, this one might hurt a few people. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase thawed on the backs of slaves. And two other companies that they <laughs> that bought That doesn't also. surprise
0: me that much though. No. That doesn't
1: it, surprise me. But I'm sure a lot of people bank with Chase and they're like, ah. Uh, yeah, so basically, you're helping a, con- a company that mm-hmm. was found on the backs of slaves to continue benefiting mm-hmm. by banking with them. And uh, I'll give another one. USA Today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So their parent company is Scripps Gannett has links to, to the slave trade. So if we can get some stocks, some money on those those direct companies who we have direct links who have all, all acknowledged this happening. Okay, so you said it happened. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then give us mm-hmm. some stock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's so hard about that?
0: So those specific companies, you think? Yeah, and there's,
1: there's, and there's like there's fifteen companies just listed in this okay, article okay. on uh, Atlanta so Black it? Star. So yeah, all those companies that still exist. One was mm-hmm. uh, a train company, North, Norfolk Southern, uh, Wachovia. All these banks, all these insurance companies, all these companies who are still trading, still making money. We should get some. Interesting. What's so hard about? Because I know people think, well, how can the government give us four hundred eighty billion, whatever money? Okay, there's these companies that are billion dollar companies that can also join in and give us some money. That's true. Right? That's true. Because and you've acknowledged it. That's the thing. If we just were guessing, okay, cool, but you're acknowledged, you've acknowledged it. it. You've done yeah.
0: this. So you're a, you're a part of it. You're right. direct.
1: If I go out today and say I committed a crime that happened, you're gonna arrest me. Right. I got to do that time. Right. You're right. acknowledging you, you committed. Now now it's a crime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pay. Mm-hmm. What's so hard about that?
0: Apparently it's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. But it, it, it is interesting because we like you said, we're only thirteen percent of the population and I really don't think it'll be as difficult to distribute reparations as they're making it out to be. No. The bottom line be. is that they just don't want do to do it. They don't want to do
1: it. They wanna do it. I mean, and even think was another was the stimulus package, what year was that? Like they they all gave us some Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone got that, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's some I don't know, adults in the to see 200 million people. Right. All got like a thousand dollar check. Right. Or whatever. Well, okay, that's way more right than the black population. Yeah. Because we're talking to black adults. So if it's 13%, we hope so. Maybe it's just 6% of us, right? How is that hard? The thing is, they know what'll happen. They know what'll happen.
0: We'll thrive.
1: Exactly. And they but don't want that.
0: They don't want it. But it's even simple things like I'm thinking about, just thinking about like we're in a, you know, Compton and Watts areas. Some of those places don't even have
1: grocery stores. Mm-mm. Nope. And like, they got liquor stores though. <laughs> Plenty of liquor stores. As
0: much as I'm like, uh, I don't want things to be gentrified, quote unquote. I do want things to be updated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? 100%, yeah. So giving, like I said, you know, like the the interest free loans and things like that for people to be able to start stores and start businesses in those communities to build up the economic growth in those areas, mm-hmm. so that they aren't poor, so that they aren't ghetto, so that they aren't considered the hood anymore
1: you know that would be nice i just the more i hear us talk about it i'm like it makes so much sense but then i always go back to black wall street yeah and uh I forget his name tanahashi yeah he mentions that mm-hmm. which
0: talk a little bit about black wall street for those so,
1: that don't know about it we had a time where we were thriving Where in uh, greenwood oklahoma we had a community uh that was thriving amazingly i think we had some like 600 schools 20 hospitals 30 banks our own police department uh black wall street um at the time was probably they said about 60 to 70 percent as strong as the new york stock exchange like it was that uh booming and i think it was sometime in june which is kind of ironic because we have juneteenth but sometime in june i think in 18 what was that actually it was 19 i can't remember the exact date but anyway um, it was bombed. The entire city was bombed. Um, some 3,000 to 10,000 lives were lost. There's always a discrepancy on how many people were killed. One, because they, we weren't considered people. So some of them don't have reports on how many of us actually died. Right. Um, but the crazy thing about the bombing is there's reports that the planes that bombed uh, Greenwood, Oklahoma, had U.S. flags on them. mm. I didn't know that. Yes. So um, some historians have gone back and found out that those planes were retired uh, Air Force and Army planes that were decommissioned. So they weren't active in our actual Air Force or Army at the time. So it was like, okay, let's use these to do this because this doesn't connect. But they still had flags on them. (laughs) So you weren't smart enough to even paint over the flags. But then again, even if you did paint on the flags... Who would know where to go bomb this town? Like, there's no other country flying over here to come bomb us. Like, why would Japan or you know Russia or any any of our enemies at the time come bomb this town in Oklahoma? So, um, a lot of wow black historians say that actually Black Wall Street was one the first terrorist attack on U.S. soil, mm. and two is the greatest loss of life of American citizens more than uh, the nine eleven bombing. But, again, it was black folks. So they're not going to recognize it as that. They're not going to recognize it as such. Yeah. Because
0: at that time, I feel like, weren't we still considered three-fifths of a person? I think so. Because I looked at it, it was like 1920s. There we go. Like when the Great Depression was about to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which, <laughs> that in itself, mm. that in itself, the fact that black people were considered three-fifths of a human being. One, mm-hmm. how did you even come up with that number? <laughs> Second of all, how dare you? Right. Third of all, you still don't think you owe us anything after saying that we weren't even a full human? Like you have to think about the history of this country. Like I'm getting so heated right now because it's, it's so hurtful and so painful that knowing that if we were born back then, and just knowing what our ancestors had to go through, but knowing mm-hmm. that we weren't considered
1: humans. Right. Three fifths.
0: 60%. That is just disgusting. That you could look at another human being, and nothing other than the color of their skin has allowed you to deem them as three fifths of a person. Right. And now you think in 2019 that that still doesn't affect us?
1: Right. Like all, like all of us are still affected by it. Like I don't know if they think like just the families of slaves. Like some maybe direct. We are all affected by it to this day, and like maybe because we walk around and we're a little bit more. Educated or we seem a little bit like you know, well to do, like we got it going. We're still affected by it. Like it's it's again, it's just fifty-three years where Jim Crow laws were
0: mm-hmm.
1: like fifty-three years. In
0: our parents' lifetime.
1: Right. So my mom, your <laughs> yeah. parents, yeah. They, they still are here. Mm-hmm. So we're still directly affected right. by it. Right. So even an apology has never happened to people. We've never gotten an official apology from our government. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm kind of like, well, if they're not going to get an apology, you're probably not going to get no money.
0: Probably not. <laughs>
1: like, but I don't think that I, we should give up the fight. No, I agree. I don't I agree. think we should I, give up the fight. Because honestly, I mean, that's, that's we at least have that. We at least have the ability to fight. If anything right. we have is our descendants have come through and pushed for us at least now to have the ability to get what we, what we deserve. Mm-hmm. So we would, we owe it to them to at least to do that, to mm-hmm. at least fight, at least bring up the discussion. Uh, push our politicians to get out there, push our you know, community leaders to actually go out there and get the things we think we deserve. I just think we need to go about it a way. Again, Black Wall Street to me is a prime example of us. We can't do it that way. They bombed us once. Yeah. They, they'll do it again. Uh, We've got to come at it a different way, whether it's, I think, owning property and not telling everyone what we're doing. That's another thing about Black folks. So once we start making some moves, we got to talk. We talk yeah. so dang much. Like, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Like, keep it low. Like, can we just do it on the low? And then, like, yo, once it's done, then we can come out. But as soon as we start doing some stuff, we always got to talk about it. So not only does it get attention that we don't want, Mm -hmm. then us internally, for some reason, we have this internal thing with even within the black community where, like, if someone's doing well, we want to sabotage it. I don't know why that happens. (laughs) But I think if we can just be, like, quiet, do it on the low, you know, make it happen, and then once it's, like, there and, and, like, thriving – Okay, then we can come on talk about it.
0: Yeah, I I agree because the minute you start talking about it, you're gonna give any oppressor, any oppressor, (laughs) any idea to come in and just get rid of your stuff. Every time it
1: happens, every time. And the
0: problem, and I think you kind of hit on this. uh, I don't remember what episode you hit on this a little bit, but like black people as a whole, like we're way more willing to coexist Mm -hmm. and to bring people into our circles. Hundred percent. It, we just, we allow ourselves to be vulnerable because we are, you you have to think about this. We were beaten, we were kidnapped, we were raped, we were enslaved, we were told we couldn't drink from the same water fountains, mm-hmm. and we will still love you and accept you.
1: Still. <laughs> even and then, even when it like, was happening.
0: Like, we're we're just a good people, like, and I'm not being like, oh, white people are bad, black people are good, but I'm just saying that, like, we are more willing to say, like, I forgive you if we're given an apology. Mm-hmm. We are, yeah, and I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. To be honest, I don't. I don't I, want us to be like vengeful and hateful.
1: Yeah, I agree. I because I, when you when I said that I came with episode, it was, I will also mention that it's also kind of been our downfall yeah. because we don't fight, yeah. we don't put up, you know, these um, walls that keep other people out like other cultures do whether Mm -hmm. it's asian community arab community indian community a lot of these communities have cities where there's it's just all on purpose Mm -hmm. where it's Mm -hmm. all indian it's all arab it's all asian and they don't associate with Mm anyone. and in their community their economy is great they keep their dollar in their community much longer than we do Mm -hmm. um and they don't apologize for not associating with other other cultures or ethnicities Mm -hmm. um we were kind of forced to do it and we're are suffering for it, mm-hmm. and the, so it's funny because as soon as we start trying to do that, we become racist, well, which is really weird. I don't think people understand <laughs> we cannot be racist. People like you, you have to have the power and be the the top uh, ethnic group to be racist. To anyone else? But we can I be prejudice. We and can discriminate. be prejudice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we should sometimes. I think we should try and help our own and empower ourselves and each other to you know <clears throat> build well, economies white people build, do that. Exactly. They they. Every every normal. other culture does it, yeah, yeah, except us. But yeah, because and,
0: and when we do it, it's like what you say: we're accused of being racist. And
1: then, and when people don't like us, um, we do. We we get treated bad, whatever, and we still will come back to them. We still allow them into our circle. We still allow them to benefit from our culture and benefit from our our abilities. And it's kind of stems back to you know ancient times where Greeks and Romans came to Africa and studied under was it Imhotep or any other great you know mind back in. 3000 BC, mm-hmm. and then just took what we gave them. Yeah, made it their own. Mm-hmm. Came back and then used it against us. It still is happening. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. yeah when do we learn like to not give away our jewels? Mm-hmm. When do we decide to keep them and then use them to build ourselves up and protect ourselves? Because mm-hmm. then when we're seen as a threat and like, oh wow, they might do something about it. Maybe you'll leave us alone. Right. But I don't think we're seen that way. Right. I think we're seen right. as which is really funny how they paint the picture that we're so <laughs> thuggish or or you know. Brutal, Mike, we're, we're really not, you know, I know we look like it, some, you know, <laughs> but like for the most part, we're. I can't think of a culture that's more accepting than us, right. more loving than us. I mean, yeah. Filipinos are cool people too, um, <laughs> but they're kind of the the blacks of, of Asia. So like, I don't get it, but you know, it's again, it's a, it's a, a I don't I keep wanting to say white people. It's the system. Yeah. It's a ploy of the yeah. system to make us look a certain way, to keep us in a certain area, to yeah. keep themselves on top. Yeah.
0: I completely agree. They have to stay with this narrative. Yes. So allowing us to accumulate any form of wealth will completely tarnish that narrative. Yeah. And um, things would change. But I don't, I just don't, I mean, I understand why they're so afraid of change, but I'm also like, why are you so afraid of change?
1: Again, because we, we, <laughs> as you said it, we wouldn't mind sharing.
0: Yeah. Like if it.
1: we, if you let us become the, the, the society and the honor kind of we can become, we're not like trying to like use it against you. Yeah. Like Black Wall Street wasn't building up this uh, infrastructure to, to take out America. It's to uplift us. That's right. it. We were just doing our own thing.
0: People tend to think that being pro-black means anti-white or anti-everything right. else. Right. And I know there's always been this conscious of black and white because we've always had this, uh, this tense relationship since the beginning of time. But us wanting to uplift our own community has nothing to do with white people.
1: Never. It never has. Ever. And people even bring up the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers... Were solely to help the Black community. Yeah. No, they became militant because they wanted to protect us. Right. But like it was, if you didn't know this, WIC, which a lot of white folks benefit from, was created by the Black Panthers to bring to bring like food and and resources to uh, single mothers and, and their kids. Is
0: that still in effect?
1: WIC. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how it's how a
1: government. It's a government agency now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're the right.
1: Black Panthers, which was uh, broken yeah, up by yeah. our government, it's like it's like wait a minute, you broke up this <laughs> this groove yeah. that brought this thing that you're now using. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> cool. Appropriating. Awesome.
0: Uh, <laughs> I um, but I, I'm curious to see where this conversation is going to go and. I'm surprised and not surprised that it's taken this long to even bring it to the Hill mm-hmm. to, to, to have this mm-hmm. conversation, but I'm glad that we're having it. And I truly do think that for the black community, whoever they vote for, it's really going to matter on what their yes. stance on reparations is. Yes,
1: Which is cool. Cause that, that will now make it very interesting to see like who comes to the forefront of, our, of the party mm-hmm. now to say, okay, well, if that's what they're really wanting over here. We, I have to bring that to mm-hmm. the table. Um, but you mentioned something again and it goes back to politics and everything else, about how there's this black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Our whole country, for some reason, is set up with this one against the other. Mm-hmm. Everything is Republican, Democrat. It's Pepsi, it's Coke. Mm. It's, it's you know Microsoft, Apple. It's black, it's white. Yeah. Everything is this two-party, two-group yep. system. Yep.
0: Yep. Um,
1: yep. I, I don't know why we're not seeing that. I don't understand why we don't look at that and say, okay, that's our issue. We're pitted, we're pitted against each other for no reason. Yep. Like, yeah. I have no reason, I have no reason, and I always bring this up in pause I don't care about Republicans or Democrats. Neither one of them really helped me, Carmel. <laughs> or me,
0: anybody. Or anybody. To be honest. They're there to yeah. help
1: themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, like, anything we look at in our society where this red versus blue or black versus white, why can't we shut that down? Yeah. Why can't we look at this? Okay, that's the first thing we need to get rid of is not you guys do this better. You need get rid of the whole system.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Let's mm-hmm. change it up and make it for us. Like, it's supposed to be a democracy, right? It's supposed to be for the people. Like, okay, well, let's make it for the people, not these two groups or two companies or two organizations that are benefit from us fighting each other. Right, right. Um, if Even Android versus iPhone. Like, that is pitted against each other, and it helps those two companies. For sure, for like sure. You oh, I got mine. I got, I got the new iPhone. I yeah. got the new uh, Note. I got the you're making them money yeah like it's all about them buy some random phone and see what happens a lot just, of them are just as good
0: right it's almost like there's this uh need and addiction to having some form of opposition yes and i and I, you're right i don't know where it came from or why but they're choosing to keep people divided
1: maybe it's from whoever maybe, they is whoever <laughs> they is. we can have a whole talk on about that day. they yes <laughs> Because I, I, I struggle with saying, I, I've said this three times already, white folks, because it's not just white folks. No. But is it is that they. Yeah. Whoever that they is yeah. that keeps us where we're at, we need to talk about Whoever's them. Whoever's at the top of that ladder. Right. That would right. be
0: like an interesting... Um, I don't know if it would be like a TV series or a show, but like the quest for they wow. to like find. I'm giving y'all free ideas That's right now. Okay, well yes. now I'm gonna ask my husband if me saying this on the podcast is me copywriting this idea. Right, but, right. <laughs> but I think that would be an interesting show to watch. Somebody's like on the quest to find who they is. You know, because they're always like, oh, you know, mm. what they say. It's like, well, who the heck is they? And why are they saying it? That's a you great know?
1: Pilot right there. We, we we need to write this. We need to
0: write this right.
1: So, coming okay. to
0: a Netflix near you. Yes. Who would That's not other watch thing, that? That's thing, Netflix and Hulu?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> we can just be the apples, oranges. I mean, there's always just everything. This rivalry. Yeah, there is. There I, is. I think it's because people don't know how to, ex- to exist in a place where there is harmony.
1: Mm, wow.
0: There always needs to be chaos in some form. People don't know what to do. You know, when things are going really good in your life and you're
1: mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Right. Looking around. Everything. Because you
0: everybody's always just waiting for like that what's what's the phrase? The the next shoe to drop. Mm-hmm everybody's always doing it because nobody can actually be and I'm speaking preaching myself right now because nobody can actually ever be content or happy when things are just fine right so they you always have to find something to 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 have some sort of rivalry with or opposition towards and and I don't know why we're <laughs> built that way is that
1: but is that in the dna of our country cuz I, mean, I wonder if you if look it at is. it from the i mean whether it's North versus the south mm-hmm. uh, even when we got here we're fighting against britain yeah. you know it's so like it's always been this rivalry of one against the other since the beginning of this country mm-hmm. cuz i don't really hear about that mm-hmm. in like Italy right like what what's, I mean France I mean they got their whole other set of problems but you're right this you're is right. one versus the other I don't really hear of that issue anywhere else I mean like everyone has their their par- political parties whatever. but it's usually like four or five of them it's mm-hmm. not like just one versus mm-hmm. the other and then mm-hmm. that trickles down into everything else that, that society or that country deals with except here
0: But also I feel like when I've, you know, friends from other countries or even in Canada, like when they vote, I feel like I don't hear as much like, oh, it's, well, they wouldn't say Democrat or Republican. I don't know, maybe, but it's more just about the person that's running. Yes. And their policies. Not what party they're for. But here it's like- even if you know clearly, because we have it, uh, that the Republican or the Democrat that is running is a horrible human being, mm-hmm. you show more allegiance to the party than you actually do to the people. Yeah. It's it's very, very bizarre. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very bizarre. And people are okay with it. They are. Like I They are. Like I hear so much talk about the Democratic Party. I'm like, but why <laughs> why this party why aren't we looking at a person who's going to actually affect change for us like the party like we are born into these parties yeah like yeah. i've always heard about blacks are democrats and i'm as a kid in high school i would never forget this i was in the 11th grade i'm like why do blacks vote democrat mm-hmm. no one had an answer for me yeah no one knew.
0: Well, but also, and people, you know, I hate when people bring up the excuse that, like, oh, you know, the Democrats were the ones that had slavery. It's like, yes, but we know that there's a point in in time that both the the, the parties switched. Mm-hmm. So, like, stop using that as an excuse. Yeah. Like, the Democrats are what the Republicans were, are, used to be Republicans, the Republicans used to be Democrats, and now it's completely switched. But now Republicans are just crazy, <laughs> and they're not even Republicans anymore. I don't even know what they are right, right. now. Right. But, yeah, we can't... I think the reason that black people vote Democrat is because it, it tends to cater more towards the people more so than Republicans. Okay. I mean, no party's perfect, sure. but I think that the Democrats do tend to care more about the people and they are a little more liberal and they're more, willing or do they
1: to show that they care more about the people?
0: They say it. They say it. <laughs>
1: I've heard a lot of stuff that was supposed to happen, and then like we vote, and then like six months. Hey,
0: wasn't that supposed to happen? Right, and that's the that's what I'm concerned about when it comes to reparations. Mm -hmm. Is that whoever uses that as as part of their uh, platform and part of their um, their selling points to get votes is not going to make good on their promise. I mean, we see politicians do it all the time. But if you're going to use that to get the black vote, you best believe that if you don't, you know, come forward with those reparations, that black people are going to riot.
1: Yeah. You don't mess don't, with yeah, people's we, money. We need, right. <laughs> you don't mess with people's money. Do not, not let us you vote don't. for someone and and reparations on their campaign and they get in the White House 18 months don't later no and we see check. no money. Oh my God. Oh my I don't, God.
0: I don't understand also. Well, no, I guess you could figure it out. But I was thinking maybe like when you, when you, you know, do your taxes and stuff and you say you're black, they'll just send you extra money in your mm-hmm. tax rate. But then people might just check like I'm black too. But then you could go to jail. Then, well, then you should go to jail for that. That's
1: that's a whole other. I know. I mean, I'm, white I'm, folks I'm, used to do that too. They used to mark that they were Indians. <clears throat> five dollar Indians. You heard that story? Mm-mm. Yeah. So back in when they were giving out again reparations to Indians, mm-hmm. there was white folks who uh, paid five dollars to have them mark that they were Indians, so they could receive rewards as well. Mm. So that's not new.
0: See, so that's a bad idea because yeah. you know some people gonna try Cause it. Because
1: everyone's gonna be black then. If you got... If well, you everybody got, already wants to be black. They exactly. just don't want to be black. They don't want to be black. <laughs> that's funny. That is hilarious. It's very,
0: very, very true.
1: Because, yeah, I don't know how... That's, so that does make it complicated. How do you prove... I mean, in a census, I don't know if that works. Look, I,
0: I will I, go line up in a DMV-style line to get a check. Oh, sure. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Easily. So if that's what it's going to take to
1: see me, <laughs> OK,
0: then we will be will in line show for a week. And, you yes. know, our people, they will be in line if they're like, hey, you want your fifteen thousand to fifty thousand dollar check? Whatever. You got to wait in line. People will be camping out. Oh, yeah. be having barbecues. We sit in line cookouts. for hours to
1: buy shoes. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Do you think we're going to sit in line to get some money?
0: Oh, Oh, I can already see it. Oh my God. I love black people. Uh, But I wanted to go back to something that you said before we get to um, our last part of the the podcast. When you talked about DNA, Mm. I wonder, because when we're talking about, you know, how black people are accepting and loving and everything, I'm wondering if that part of us is part of our DNA as far as, because from slavery, because Mm. we've always... Since the beginning of time in this country, all we've been doing is serving white people Mm -hmm. and pleasing white people. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that is still like kind of ingrained in us, so to speak, which is why we're so accepting to let them in. But I'm wondering if part of it is because we still have this kind of need to please.
1: Well, there's something that's been said by uh, doctors that... Slavery is now ingrained in the DNA mm-hmm. of of descendants of Black folks. Mm. That it was such a horrific event in the time, and that now, you know, <clears throat> the kids that are born now, I guess that includes us as well. It's somehow now coded into our DNA. Mm. So that's interesting to think about because prior to this, uh, Blacks ruled this world for several generations. Mm. Whether it was the Moors, whether it was uh, in Kemet in Africa. Um, so whether it's Asiatic or Sub-Saharan, whatever we Mansa Musa and Mali, we were the top in every sense. Then slowly that was kind of taken out of us. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder if we, you know, realize who we were, our history prior to slavery, because that's another thing our kids aren't taught our history prior to slavery. We were mm-hmm. only taught slavery um, when we if we're taught about the Moors, so we're taught 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 about uh, Mansa Musa who. Um, is the richest man in the history of the world, more so than even Solomon. Uh, if we're taught about, you know, the pharaohs and uh, kings and queens of Egypt, I think we would start to change how we look at ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not that we not wouldn't be accepting of people, but we would carry ourselves differently. I think we carry ourselves as this um, subservient and kind of like we're, we're humble and like, okay, okay, we're, we're given what, you know this little piece and we're thankful for mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, like, that's cool and all but honestly do you know who you really are like we built all this stuff like i had someone telling me the other day man you you guys act like y'all made everything we did (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry uh comedian godfrey had a a video on his oh oh my god he went off about that the other day about how yeah we did do all this Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry like i'm sorry if it offends you but like like every pyramid on the face of this earth was created by black folks Mm. people trip out about that like when y'all there's, there's pyramids in Mexico. Black folks. I don't care where the pyramid is, we built it. Now it's funny. Go to those con- go to those continents and talk to the people who live there. They will not deny that yeah. fact. But in history books here in America, we're not taught that. Mm-hmm. Because if you start thinking about, oh, they built this, they built that, they taught this. Someone I talked to someone about the black plague in, in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. It was um, eradicated by Moors mm. who basically taught Europeans how to shower. Mm. That's crazy. Hmm. So black folks came into Europe and saved y'all by teaching y'all how to take care of yourself.
0: Which, to digress a little bit, we are still teaching y'all how to shower because <laughs> some of y'all don't wash <laughs> your legs. And I'm really upset about that. But continue.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I think because we're taught, we're, we're not being taught that we're that that group, we're that that, right. that royal um, people. Right. We act differently. Yeah. You know, and even those people then were still accepting of people, but they were royal. They mm-hmm. were these kings and queens and doctors all who understood um, who we are and weren't like scared to share with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it'd come back and harm us like this. Right. Um, so now we have an opportunity to like to to balance that out. To one, be those kings and queens that we should be, and still be humble to people. But we can't let people just take from us like this mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so yeah, I think it. I think now it is in our DNA, and we have to work to to shift it and change yeah. it.
0: Yeah, we just have this um it's ingrained in us to want to, to please but also there's a level of acceptance that we need for some reason. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. I don't get it. Like I, I mean, I you keep, get it. I I do. I I, do, but I you don't, want it to change. I want it to change yeah. and I I, I get, think yeah. people get scared when you start talking a certain way like uh even my mom, she's like, "Boy, you you talking crazy." I'm like, "What? I'm not saying anything that doesn't that's not true." Right. I think she's scared because when she lived in the south mm-hmm. so to even think about um looking at white folks and people and in one way and then black folks another way that's completely absurd right. to her like right. what like we ought to be thankful for what we have i got a good job and i got like well, what right i got a good job yeah. like i want a business right. i want to own that company you want an empire i want an empire yeah. right and they're yeah, like that's weird you. to think
0: about yeah
1: like we can't do that like you know, because we were
0: never allowed to. Right. And they didn't want us to have that. I mean, for God's sakes, when, when slaves, when they knew slaves could read, they would lose their mind. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh my God, they can read. So they're going to figure out how to do this. And then they figure out how to escape and figure, you know, yeah, it's all out of fear because they know that we will rise. Right. They know that we will rise.
1: And that's why when we have opportunities, I get pissed off at folks when we start fighting each other or like the whole, I brought this up in our last talk about boycotting the NFL mm-hmm. like we just had the NBA draft mm-hmm. this weekend so a lot of these uh, young black men are have just became instant millionaires so they have an opportunity if if they deal with it right to manage their money and create generational wealth for several black families mm-hmm. so I don't understand how we look at that situation and I know there's a book written about where they, they call you know pro athletes like the new slave I'm like are you serious? Mm. I don't ever remember a slave that could leave the plantation and just quit yeah. and go to their palatial estate. Right. Like these guys could quit tomorrow, mm-hmm. take their signing bonus, go buy three or four houses and chill.
0: And, or invest and be rich. In something. And invest, buy some yeah. property, buy an
1: island if they want to. Like what slave looks like LeBron right now? <laughs> LeBron owns several companies. And employed all his boys, and they all run these companies.
0: And he's put money back in schools, right? And, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That how was that a slave? Yeah. I don't. I don't so I don't understand when people <laughs> look at like the NFL, what Colin Kaepernick did, and all that, and think, oh yeah, well I'm going to boycott. Them. Colin Kaepernick didn't boycott the NFL. Yeah. I I don't understand where black folks get this mentality. Like it's almost and
0: he didn't boycott this
1: country. Nothing. Or
0: like, like he wasn't protesting against the country. That's it was the other police thing be, yeah.
1: brutality, Absolutely. folks. People it com- was one issue he was talking about. People completely forget that and now i'm going to not watch the nfl which helps these black men who are playing to make money i'm going to now take money out of their po- i mm. don't get that mm. like it's so silly like you're fu- you you're picking the wrong fight
0: yeah
1: like we're not actually imploring these black men to like we should have black men who are now getting behind these guys and helping them to manage their money? Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have black real estate agents talking to these guys. Yes. We should be helping them with this money to manage and then now help our community, like accountants,
0: not, wealth advisors, all, all that. that yeah. Should be getting behind these guys. <clears throat> yep, yep.
1: But instead, no, I'm not going to watch. Okay, <laughs> great, that, that
0: helps. <laughs> well, we want to know what you guys think about reparations, and if any of you think that reparations shouldn't happen, let me tell you this. Mm. Imagine being a part of a community or race that for well over 400 years was at the bottom of the totem pole, not respected, enslaved, treated like they were three-fifths of a human being, and then just be told to get over it. What would you want? That's what I want to know. So now we're going to move on to end on a happy note. And as you know, in every, we need to talk. We talk about a person, community organization, charity, somebody that is doing good
1: in the world. So come Who do we got this week? This week, I want to highlight a person and a, a company. Um, Tariq Nasheed is a yeah. filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, he created the hidden colors uh, series, which is an amazing series. Yeah. Um, I, I implore all of you to go watch it. Buy, please buy the DVDs. Don't borrow from somebody. Support this brother and all his work. Um, Hidden Colors 5, I think, is coming out in August. Um he based, follow him
0: on Twitter too. Yes. Tariq be
1: going <laughs> in on some yeah. stuff, man. Y'all if y'all want some insight, uh, it's T-A-R-I-Q Elite E-L-I-T-E. That's his his Instagram. So follow him on uh Instagram because he talks about a lot of stuff. He he's on the ground uh floor of a whole bunch of things. I remember when um Nipsey died Mm -hmm. that same day. He was there uh, going live and talking about what was going on. And he got shut down because he was uh, revealing some stuff that people uh, didn't want him to talk about. But uh, anyway, his uh, his videos are available at kingflexentertainment.com and hiddencoversfilm.com. So uh, follow, support, and uh, keep watching this brother do some great stuff.
0: Yes, I want to get him on the show, too. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. All right, make sure you follow, subscribe, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.
1: And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew. The darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.